Blog Talk Radio. Sean, I heard you singing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm muted. Yeah. You can mute it. <laughs> 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 I got love. You are the love. I can hear you. <laughs> well, hi, greetings, blue people. Welcome, all of you, to the Blue Click Radio broadcast. Uh, the Blue Click is all about open and honest spiritual expression and discovering our truth as we all walk together to our, on our road to authenticity. So thank you for joining us today for this part of your journey. We really appreciate it. And feel free to chime in and participate in the show. It's a show for everyone, not just us. So we would love to hear your comments. I'm Nikki, your host, and I am joined today, as you just heard, Sean. Say hello, Sean. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. If you're joining us for the first time today, thank you so much for joining us. We welcome your input. So you can call us. Uh, the call in number is three four seven two one five eight six three nine. Or you can send us an email. Uh, any questions, comments, show ideas that you may have live during the broadcast. Or any other time, you can send it to bluecliff at gmail.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-L-I-Q-U-E at gmail.com. And I will open the chat room. Do you guys want to um, talk amongst each other if any questions in the chat room? I'll go ahead and open that up. Feel free. Um, so let's go ahead, and we're, we're going to have a, another exciting topic this airs on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the, all the anybody who's ever mothered anything, or anybody. Happy Mother's Day. Um, and um, why don't we just do a quick, a quick check-in with our host, Sean? How are you breathing? What you focusing on these days? <laughs> I'm breathing good. I'm breathing well. 
my uh, focusing on these things. Uh-huh. You're going to let me run away with the question like that. It's going to be that wide open where I'm going to take it. Uh, what's your, what's your <laughs> I don't I'm have to know how to do it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Focused. I'm, I'm just listening and, and, and listening to the conversation and joining. And when my mix gets in, I'll jump in. But you want me to lead it off with what? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just, we're just checking in, just checking in. Oh, okay, okay, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Aaron, how are you breathing? What's your focus? <laughs> I'm breathing, so that's most of the battle, right? <laughs> it's not uh-huh. at all of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm so <laughs> Me, lately I've just been focusing on, uh, you know, spontaneity. Things kind of just happen, and uh, they happen out of the blue by surprise, so I'm really just letting that happen and not trying to really focus on uh, when it's happening, but just that it happens when it does. That's what I've been thinking a lot about. Very good. Yeah, I, I kind of said that. Can I, can I say that too. when Aaron took mine? I want to say that. Yes. <laughs> I know Aaron took mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> we can share it. <laughs> All right, there yeah. we go. There we go. I'm going to sign that one. <laughs> yeah, I heard somebody talking about um, how they're – Things work out much better for them when they let things happen rather than try to make things happen. So that really kind of has been on my mind, thinking about lately, just kind of allowing things to unfold. So the the natural unfolding of things and allowing. The whole allowing, learning how to receive, letting things unfold, kind of how, where I am and how's my, how my breathing is right now. Um, and so today, what we wanted to talk about, um, and we had talked about doing a show a while ago on kind of some of the pitfalls of enlightenment or, or spirituality, and that's kind of what I want to talk about, because we kind of talk about it during shows. It's always a topic somewhere within other shows, so we wanted to dedicate a show to that. So I don't know what that means is, Kind of the, the, you know, 20 people call spirituality new age. Of course, we know it's not new age, but kind of what people consider 21st century spirituality and why people get on a spiritual, why they think that they need to get on a spiritual journey instead of realizing that you're always on your spiritual journey because that's, that's who and what you are. Um, but some of the things that where people get stuck or where people think is part of the journey, and then they get, they think that that's what it is, or what um, that is the definition of what spirituality is, and we're going to kind of talk about talk about some of those things. Um, so where, and I don't even there's so so much we can talk about. I'm not sure exactly where to start, but what I where I do want to, well, I think we could probably start is you know what we just mentioned about. Start with the ground floor. Start with the ground floor. Okay. What's the ground floor? What I consider the ground floor, and that's just in my immediate um, observation and thing, is the conspiracy uh, spirits as they now become known as. You know that that whole thing when you when you first have the blinders taken off, when you first realize what government is, and when you first realize what you know. With, with the churches and all of that kind of stuff. I think that's the ground floor. 
think that's yeah. the thing that kind of brings everybody, you know, or a lot of people that I know personally, the ones who have, and that's just a smaller than a handful, come to some higher sense of understanding, have all gained that sense of understanding from the observation of the phenomena of the matrix, as you call it, now affectionately known as. You know, when you realize that government isn't what you've been told it was, when you realize that religion isn't what you've been told it was, and when you realize, you know, money isn't what you've been told it was, that takes the, that knocks the door off of everything and it opens up possibilities. If that's possible, then what else is out there? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I yeah. think that the pitfall of that is people getting stuck in the angry stage. And they stay oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the stage. Yeah, and there are people who who enter in that stage, and they don't go anywhere beyond that. They think once they know a little more than the average Joe on the street knows, they think that they're now enlightened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as it relates to a higher path, you know, of course, that's not nowhere near where you know that's where knowledge or or, or intellect begins and. You know, the roof comes off to understanding higher things. That's just the front door. That's not even the lobby. That's the little part right in when you first open the door. But I know a lot of people that just stay right there and, you know, they're satisfied Mm -hmm. with that, which is cool. And that's a level in and of itself. But when you Mm -hmm. get to the point where you understand that the bigger goal is expansion, you know, that's not even the front door, really. (laughs) You know, that's not even the front door. Because once you get beyond that, there's so many other things. But the the, the first one to be, you know, understood as the pursuit of, you know, the hidden, the occult. You know, and people live their lives in the occult, dealing with the occult, you know, as it pertains to everyone else. But they very rarely, some people do, some people do very rarely, though, they use it for themselves and understanding higher purposes as it relates to them, mm. you know. I think at that first level, it's a trick because you get to the point where you want to talk to people, you know, when you're trying to un- uncover all of these conspiracies and show people things that the average person doesn't know. You get caught in the celebrity of that, you know, because you're always going to have somebody who is going to hear you, and if you, you feel like you're presenting mm-hmm. something that's, you know, they, they've never heard before, that that adds a sense of pride to you. There's, a, there's an element of ego attached to that sentiment. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you spend your entire life, you know, most people become lecturers, and they all they do is go around and lecture about doom and gloom, and, you know, the Illuminati is doing uh, this, and they got a bomb <laughs> that they can, you know, blow up this black people right. with, with, with pink gum. You know what I'm saying? If that becomes, you know, that's their, that's their, they make a livelihood out of it, you know, and, and, oh, yeah. and that's where they stop and stay. Yeah, man. But that's shit. That's the yeah. That's just discovering that there is a door. That's just somebody. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. And then you got the other ones, the the, the 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 melanated ones who wake up to that whole idea and and, un, and and uncover everything that that goes along with. When you learn the, the absolute uh, 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 
that solution that what you've been told all your life is not only wrong and a lie, it's a huge lie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's a huge lie. It ain't just a lie that, you know, we were all slaves, we all came over on slave ships and we don't really have no history. Mm-hmm. And when you realize the truth of the matter and you see that everything in history is you, comes from you, you get stuck there too. And that's a huge thing to get stuck yeah. on. It's a huge thing to get stuck on. When you first learn that you ain't shit, well, when you first learn that, you know, when you begin to accept the fact that you are something, and then when you when you learn what you really are. Okay. Can you expand on that? Just, I just want to, I'm thinking about people who are listening, and we kind of know the conversation, what you're talking about, but kind of be, um, be more specific. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm just talking about the experience of, of what they with with of the phenomenon that's now known as African American, and the lie and the bill of goods that has been sold for, to us for thousands and hundreds of years, not thousands, hundreds of years now, that you know we all came over here on slave ships and were captive, people held captive by these other people who brought us from Africa, which is bullshit. There's always been black people on this continent. There's never been a time when there wasn't. So all the black people didn't come here on the damn slave ship. They were here already and always have been. That's the big lie that you, you know, when you start to understand that not only have you been here all along, everything that's going on in society and what society is mimicking is things that your ancestry gave to the world. So basically you go from thinking that you are a byproduct of someone else to understanding that, Without you, there's nothing. That's a huge-ass pill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's something that will get you... That, that's, that's something that can get you stuck for a lifetime. When you continue to just observe that and observe everything that goes along with that and, 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 and place it in the context of being a human, you miss it. You miss, again, you miss the bigger implications of the mm-hmm. fact that you're here to understand who you are in your totality, and that is a small fraction, a minute fraction of who you are. So to get stuck there, and you have people that get stuck and say, hey, with the pro-black, and, you know, I'm a black God, God is black, that whole sentiment, and they stay right there. And they think that, you know, they, they know a few things that, other, again, the average Joe doesn't know, so they think that, okay, cool, I'm, you know, I can use it to manipulate and make my world comfortable, but that's it. And they miss the higher pursuit. But that's a huge one. That one is huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if if you're not really understanding that that's just a fraction of, of 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 who you are, if you don't embrace the totality of what it is that you're doing, you'll be you'll succumb to that because you think, okay, I'm a superhuman, and that's enough. Which is Again, an embarrassment in, in, in contrast to what it is that you are. So why continue to mitigate yourself to something that really, in the broader context, makes no sense at all? That's the whole mm. thing I don't understand with the gay sense of it. You know what I'm saying? you got all of these people who call themselves conscious, but they're walk, walking around talking about whether or not two individuals that happen to share the same sex should be together. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense because in the broader context, we're, we're androgynous beings. We're both. 
And what difference does it make when we express ourselves with why we're wearing a flag? It makes no difference. In the human context of things, outside of what it looks like to be a human being, it makes no difference what you do. Mm-hmm. But to place so much, you know, emphasis on something being right, wrong, and again, that's another one of those pitfalls is the religious, you know, the religious context. Some people just mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll Christianity over it. Yeah. 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 They slide it over and they give it different names and they think they're doing something different, but they still have the same exact mindset. You're still mm-hmm. trying to weigh everything against, you know, good and bad, right and wrong, up and down, left and right. They're still expressing polarity. Again, mm-hmm. outside of this, their polarity doesn't exist. It only exists here. It's the only way this place can express itself mm-hmm. is to create contrast. So to continue to observe contrast as if you place one in this corner and you place these things in opposition, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad. I don't give a damn if you go to church, if you go to a mosque, or if you stay at home, or if you bury yourself in the dirt on Sundays. You're still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're still walking around judging everything. There's no fucking judgment in this thing. It is what it is. People do what they do. It has nothing to do with you or your experience other than the observation of it. But to assign value to it, you're, playing, you're missing the bigger picture. You're not seeing the experience for the experience. All you're seeing it as a human only. And this is what humans do. We contextualize things. Everything has to go into a box. So right. when you hear something, and that's basically you what it is. Box. I need to know how to categorize this or it yeah. or you. Yeah. So therefore, I need to... I need to do that so that I don't know what to think about myself. And that's, right. Am I doing it right? right? Am I not doing it right? Where am I in the, in the compared to everybody else? I am right. maybe not where this person is, but at least I'm not where this person is, so I must be okay. Mm-hmm. You want to remain right. somewhere in the middle. So it's, I need to compare myself. I, I want to be, I'm not the best, but I'm certainly not the worst. So the more mm-hmm. people that I can get behind me, the better I feel about myself. So it becomes mm-hmm. more of trying to place, instead of you trying to elevate yourself or advance yourself, you're just trying to categorize more people behind you, and then mm-hmm. by default you feel lifted or you feel better, although you haven't made, you know, you haven't made any strides or you haven't, you haven't gone anywhere. You just, because you have, place more people when you consider them behind you, if if this whole thing is on a bell curve, then you must be doing okay because all these people are behind you. So if, it, it's mm-hmm. just, if we're grading on a bell curve, I'm not, there's all these other people who are doing worse than I am, so I must be okay instead of actually taking a look and, and working on self. Mm-hmm. And, that's and that's I think that's, that's what a lot of people. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That does that does you as a spirit a grade the service. When you spend so much time preoccupied with that kind of nonsense, you you know, you of course you fall sight of short of again, being the experience and, and, and gaining what you need to gain out of it or trying to manipulate the experience for your own gain as it relates to everyone else. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's not where I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> okay, well, this might be a good time. Mm-hmm. Aaron, did you have anything to add or say about not a whole lot because I mean, yeah, I, I mean it, that was said, uh, you know, perfectly. So I mean, the only just my two cents, my perspective too is, you know, the the greatest uh, advances in all aspects of our lives have come when people can see in between duality. When they see that it's not A or B mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. C, but something in between. It's not mm-hmm. black or white, but something in between. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where the creative juice yep. lies, and that's where you're yep. able to see the things yep. that other people can't and yep. bring forth those things that advance life. So if you're looking yep. to advance yourself and your life and all aspects of your life, you got to look between that yep. one or the other. Excellent. Excellent, mm-hmm. Aaron. Excellent. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Thank you. Then that's where all the visionaries live. Okay, hold on. That's where all the visionaries live. That's where all the people who live outside and look outside the box, people who bring these miraculous things out of nothing, that's where they live. You have to, yeah. That's where they live. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While everybody else is too busy, is following each other in the line and, Making sure that this shirt looks like the person in front of them and the person behind them shirt, or if not, better. You know, the visionary is looking at everything. And when you're able to stand in the middle of everything and see how things link together and see how things are the same and see how everything is one thing, you control your world. That's right. You control the universe. That's right. You control the universe. So why spend time at the little stations in life and talking about I'm missing, I'm I'm a melanated Kimite, or I'm, you know, I'm Mr. Conspiracy, or I'm Mr. This and that. Man, it's so much more. It's so much more. Let me ask you a question. That'd be right, a question. When when you, you know, if everything's energy and everything's vibrationally and vibrational, and there are all these people who, once they discover, you know, they rip the roof off and they're in the anger stage, and you discover all of this all these lies that you've been told, and it gives, and they're very angry, and they're therefore sharing this information under this angry vibration in order to make other people angry, basically. They want other people to be angry as much, have as much rage as they do. Yes, yes. That's what's actually doing the, the... opposite of what they think is happening, it almost makes right. me think that there's, again, if, if you're talking about, you're, you're talking about all the people who have, you know, held us down and, you know, want us to stay under this control, but they end up doing the very same thing when you keep someone in the spirit of anger by telling these same stories over and over and over every chance you get to whoever will listen and, you know, basically repeating the lies and repeating the stories of why you should be angry and what they've done to you and aren't you mad and what are you going to do about it and why don't you, you should, you know, be angry with these people and hate these people for doing this to you. You're basically doing the same thing because you're keeping, you're keeping 
everybody at a low vibration that is listening that you claim to want to uplift because you are passing on that information under anger in the hopes that they'll become as angry as you are, thinking that that's going to fuel them to make some changes. But what it's doing is keeping them under in, under an sure. angry influence, therefore in low vibration. Absolutely. And it's, and it's also just succumbing to the very thing that you're trying to expose. Mm-hmm. You're trying to com- you're trying to expose this low vibration and this low energy and with these things that these things that have been done to you, but you're doing it within the what's the same vein of the the same energy that's present in the things that you're exposing. So you're you're, you're basically just just expressing and sh- displaying the mind control and and you're showing people how it works. <laughs> It's okay, it's all about work. Okay, this is what they're doing to you. This is what they're doing to you. And you're using your energy to explain it because you're still under that influence. Yeah. It's like telling somebody that, you know, cigarettes are deadly, they kill you, and then you light right up. Are you smoking? Right. Are you smoking? Yeah. (laughs) You know? It's crazy, yeah. man. But you see it. And if I didn't see it, if I didn't see it, and I didn't know it personally, I wouldn't have believed it exists. But it does. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. And it's crazy. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. When you can look at things again from a broader context, you can see everything for what it is. You know, you take life a lot less serious. Mm-hmm. You really do. You have to. There's no other choice. And you see how stupid it is. <laughs> and you see the thing that people do in the name of being serious and being, you know, responsible and whatever other little name or insignia they want to attach to it, crazy. It, it, make, it makes no difference. It's, it's true. <laughs> and isn't, isn't life always trying to tell you to lighten up, too? I mean, I always exactly. say that. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. universe is a practical joker. When you, you know, when you wake up yeah. in a rush... And you turn the corner in your car, and all of a sudden there's a you know a pile up. There's an accident. The road's blocked up because the universe is telling you lighten up. Lighten yeah. up. Lighten up. It's not that serious. I'm yeah. going. To, I'm going to yeah. project exactly what you don't want to happen, so you can see that it's all just a giant joke. Exactly. Laugh. Exactly. Laugh at yeah. it. Laugh. 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 <laughs> and then everything, just about everything that they discourage you from being in school is exactly what you should be. Yeah. And, you know, when you, the daydreamer, the student looks out the window, you know, you're admonished for daydreaming and, you know, laughing mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff and, and then taking things lightly or being a clown is just, you know, mm-hmm. for being a frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're supposed to be is discouraged yeah. in school. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, The next point that I wanted to talk about is when people automatically assume that spirituality means being happy all the time and people become spiritual because they want to get rid of their pain in their life and it's supposed to be happy and you're supposed to love everything and find love in everything, and if you have a negative thought, then you're doing it wrong. And um, you know, it's, it's supposed to be this. You're supposed to be, you know, positively think all the time, and it's supposed to be this big bubble that's supposed to protect you from anything that's going to be uncomfortable. 
and um, and you have to, no matter what happens to you or anything anybody ever does to you, you have to find the the love in it, and and you just you have to be, you know, you basically everything is is great. Nothing is going to hurt me. You can, you know, step on me, stump on me, whatever, and I'm just going to find the love in it because there's love in everybody. There's love in everything. What are your thoughts about that? <laughs> Quit <laughs> bullshit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Because right. if you're thinking positive well, thoughts and somebody comes up and smacks you across the face, shit's going to hurt. <laughs> only other and, uh, and uh, it's not, you know, you're not going to have to positively aspect yourself out of that. You know, that shit hurt. No. It hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, and I think if you accept that and see it for what it is, you're a whole lot closer to the truth than, oh, how wonderful it was, you know, how how great that I just got slapped across the face. I know that's, the, you know, that's the spirit telling me that it loves me by punching me in the face mm-hmm. and it, it, it's hurt because it's love. No, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's much more and much less than that at the same time. You know, it's, um, if you want to pass out of life, then a spirituality isn't necessarily what you're looking for. You're looking for, uh, I don't know, for training wheels, <laughs> for training wheels in life. You're looking for yeah. uh, clip notes version of life. And you're not actually looking for the real thing, you know. Now, cliff notes yeah. can be helpful from time to time, help you to understand something, but it's not the story itself. And if you're looking for the cliff notes version of life, then what's the point of living the actual version? Right. Right, right. It, you know what it is? To me, it seems like it, it, it's the bastardization of the truth is what it is. Still a step is still a phase and it's still a level. When you're still trying to dissect things and only see one side and one aspect of it without being able to just see in a moment and in a flash all aspects of that very thing and appreciate them all for what they are, mm-hmm. for the dirt, the filth, and whatever else they are, and the goodness, to appreciate them all just for, for the experience it because you know in the grand scheme of things that it doesn't make a difference, you know, it, it, it's just a level in the phase. It's one of those things. It's one of those how to help you help people cope to be a human one on one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's one of them things where okay, when you can find the beauty in everything else that in anything, then you're on the step to becoming a better and more safe human being. But again, mm-hmm. that's just that level of understanding what you are is again reducing yourself to a cockroach and being happy that okay, I'm a cockroach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when in all actuality, the cockroach is the farthest thing from which you are, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's is one of them things that is, okay, understand it for what it is and then keep it pushing. That's not somewhere that you should want to stay for a long period of time. If you're still trying to get to the point where you're trying to gain your footing in terms of understanding what you are as a human doing, being, or whatever else, then cool. But understand that's a stop-off, man. It's not even a long one. You don't even spend much time there. Not really, you know. It, and that could be another one where it's a pitfall where you want to stay because you find a sense of, of, of religiosity in it that gains some piety on some level where people kind of accept you as, okay, that's the kind of person you are. Wow. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And that's the reward. That's that's the reward for that. And some people are cool with that reward. And they stay there. It's crazy. Go <laughs> Right. Well, speaking of you, Denton, um, you know, people are well on the on the search. People think that it. Well, some people think it's very simple. Some people think you're supposed to, you're supposed to be this instant transformation. Um, you read, you know, you go to a workshop or you read a book, or and automatically you're supposed to be this, you know, enlightened being. Even and people think that. Uh, or, or the opposite, or they think that it's a, this never-ending process. I have to go to all these workshops. I have to read this book. I have to meditate. I got to visualize. I have to learn how to, you know, my self-healing. I got to do, you know, all of these things that they just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going because they're not satisfied or they think they're not there yet. So they find a guru and follow them around the world or they keep going to workshop after workshop after workshop after workshop thinking that every time they participate something it's it's adding to their enlightenment box and so therefore I am better or I've done because I've done more self improvement than someone else. So therefore I am Freer, but instead of becoming free, what they end up doing is just putting themselves in in another box, this endless loop of I need to keep can going. I, or can I, another can book. I share my favorite my favorite guru who came out with another book or another workshop? So how do I have to go to that? Can I can I share something real quick? An observation that I noticed with that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's like when you when you listen to like like Muji, I like to listen to a lot of Muji stuff. And I'm sure it's not cheap to go follow Muji around the world, wherever he is, and people that mm-hmm. follow him. And the level of questions that these people ask would lead me to believe that that's the easy route. Them folks don't know shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't know nothing. You spend it all the money following this man around, and the question you ask, you asking that shit? Right. Man, give them my phone number. I could have answered that. You spending money on. <laughs> right. You spending all this damn money. And that's that's your level. That's where you are? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, and, and I'm sure the trade off is when you. Look for instant gratification and trying to run around and follow this person and follow that person and follow this dogma, follow this teaching and all of this kind of stuff. You lose a lot of, what, you know, a basic understanding and observation of just the most mundane things that you can just learn sitting around your house. So, mm-hmm. you know, the level of your observation versus your level of intellect, there's a gap there, a huge gap, and it gets wider and wider and wider and wider and wider to the point where you run around spending tens of thousands of dollars to go talk to these people and the questions that you ask them are so <laughs> trivial mm-hmm. that you would mm-hmm. think that somebody who invested that type of money would be more in debt and more adept to be able to ask more, you know, challenging questions, first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This isn't a been to. I mean, uh, people, sometimes the people mention... You know, this is like the the fifth platform they've been to with Muji, and they went to India, and they went to Indonesia, and they went to, and 
And it is surprising when they're, you know, they're still, they're kind of asking questions that he can't. I mean, it's 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 almost like they they just want give me the instruction book and the rule book so I can read it and I'll know exactly what to do. So I don't need to be scared or I don't need to be nervous or I don't need to to wonder anymore. I just want to answer so I I can relax instead of thinking that it's there is it's the process. It's not. Um, I, there is no instruction book that I can say here. This is this is exactly what you need to do. If you do steps A, B, and C, you will get exactly what you want, and you never have to feel scared again, and you'll be happy forever. And um, you know, you'll the next thousand years you'll walk around, you know, parting rose petals, and everything will be great. That's the kind of thing that it's almost like they just want. Just tell me what I need to do, and I'll do it. And that's why people want to read their constantly reading books, and I'm going to follow this person, I'm going to listen to this person, and I'm going to, you know, watch this programs, or I'm, I'm, I have to meditate every day, and I have to do this, and I have, you know, all of these things that, uh, you know, basically becomes their religion, and becomes another trap, because they don't feel, you know, freedom is scary. So for them to, I, I don't know what it means to not be able to depend on something, so they just go from, you know, they drop their religious tradition, and, you know, it's like they just wrap it up in a different a different piece of paper. They, you know, instead of red wrapping paper, they have green wrapping paper, and they think it's something new, but they're still doing the same thing. They're still looking for someone to... And um, they're still looking for rituals and traditions that mimic what they just left, but because it's not packaged exactly the same, they feel like, well, this is something new, this is something more free, but they're just basically just kind of ripping off their old traditions. They're, they're, they're doing the same thing. And just saying, well, this is Eastern tradition, because I'm not talking about, you know, Jesus or the Bible, I'm talking about, you know, Buddha or, you know, what this guru said or what this person said, but it basically kind of becomes the same thing. Um, so it's, it's you know, looking for a new Jesus. So tell me what I need to do. Give me the rules. I'll follow you, and you'll save me. Kind of what it what it looks like, and that's what it what it ends up looking like. If they just need a new, just give me a new savior. This one isn't correct. Mm-hmm. I'm angry at this this tradition, so I'm going to adopt a new one. But I still need a savior. I still need somebody to follow. I still need something that I is tangible enough for me to hold on to, where I know what I'm doing and who I'm praying to and who I'm worshiping. People still need that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it is that they are becoming um, liberated, but they just liberate themselves enough to switch boxes. Mm-hmm. Sean, you were going to say something? Man, that, that is... That's probably... You said something. You said something earlier about being being scared of freedom, being afraid of freedom, mm-hmm. and you know, 
moving, I guess it gives some people a sense of, you know, a feeling of they're doing something. You know what I mean? Which in and of itself is a trick and a trap. You know, but because you're just exchanging one thing for another, but you're exchanging, you're keeping the same energies and the same ideologies, which basically are telling you and you sending all all of the indicators that I am definitely afraid. Please stay away from me. <laughs> you know, in terms of understanding anything greater than what I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, one of the one of the, I think one of the most simplest understandings that you gain when you become more aware of things is when things. You become more aware of patterns. You understand what I'm saying? You become more aware. You see patterns more. So when you begin to do something, you, you know, and you're constantly analyzing your actions and your thoughts and, and, and your feelings. So when you begin to do something, you instantly begin to understand. Okay, hold on, this is familiar. It's hard to be. It's hard. The more in touch with yourself you are, the harder it is to get stuck in in, in a rut or in stuck in something that blindsides you to the point where you're doing it over and over and over and over and over for years and years and years, and you don't never realize you're doing it. So when mm-hmm. you see someone who takes all of the old, you know, names and, and the things that they observe in terms of, 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 of organized religion and they replace it, but they don't replace the mindset, you're basically seeing someone who can't realize or understand in and of themselves that they've done so. Because they're not looking for anything bigger, they're just looking to be safe. You know, mm-hmm. they're looking right. to be safe. And right. okay, Jesus ain't gonna be following me no more, but I need mm-hmm. somebody else. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so I use yep. the tidy bowl man, and I'll pray to the tidy bowl man, or I'll pray to <laughs> the Horus or Haru or or, or Asar or one of the deities or somebody. You know, but I need somebody over top of my head because I can't control nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. You, and, and to continue to have that up and not see it in yourself, but to continue to, to stay in that particular and use that particular crutch for years and years and years and develop and develop a following of people and develop networks of people who will keep you there, and you never see it. Say, come on, what are you doing? You're not really looking. If you can't see that. If you, no one, no one has to tap you on your shoulder and say, yo, have you noticed? If you can't wake up one day and look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what I've been doing? Then you're hiding. And there are a lot of fucking people hiding, man. Yeah, there are, there are a lot hiding. of people hiding behind an ark or, a, you know, a pot or whatever. Absolutely. Hiding. They're hiding. And they're acting like they're running on, and then you look on Facebook and they calling themselves a star and a set and no shoes and all these different names, but they're not embodying any of the characteristics. They're hiding. You know, you're still just Jack or you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, yo, can't you see? You know, it's so fucking obvious. And it's like, yo, it's embarrassing. It gets embarrassing. And I only get embarrassed because I allow myself to feel it, but other than that, it's not really real either. But it gets embarrassing mm-hmm. when people try to project something that they themselves don't believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That they themselves, it's just an idea or a notion or something that they want to try on from time to time, but they don't quite believe it enough to wear it or be it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, it's my alter ego. The Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is my Sasha Fierce. 
I'm in my thoughts and fears today. But that's as far as it goes. That's as far yeah. as it goes. It's because they're taking an, a, a, an effect approach to a cause. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking at, okay, the effects. I'm going to change my clothes, put a few different statues in my altar, you know, mm-hmm. hang up some pretty curtains, switch out the candles, new incense. Not looking at the cause instead, which is why am I doing all of this stuff? Because mm-hmm. I want a change in my consciousness. I want a change in something. And I think if you focus at on the cause first, then the effects will show up on their own. But I think too many people are focusing on the effects first and hoping to get mm-hmm. to the cause through the effects. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, really. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. From living, from living from the outside, from the outside yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, of course, you know, again, that's another one of those things where when you become more aware, you understand that as a pattern as well. Look, this mm-hmm. don't work. I've been doing this, so, you know, and case in point, it's nothing that you got to read in a book or have somebody that talks fancy say to you. That's mm-hmm. just basic mm-hmm. observation. That's right. just basic observation. And the, and the problem with books and chasing authors and chasing people, again, is, is, is stepping over the small things that teach you so fucking much that mm-hmm. you could never pay for it. And, it's, and, and, and we step over the mundane because it's like, man, it can't be that damn easy, especially people that are out spending money and chasing people. It can't mm-hmm. be that damn easy. And they'll never see it because they're always looking for something. If something that profound, it has to be out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And as long as that's your, your your mentality, you'll never find it because it's right in your face. Yeah. It's right in, it's, it's as far as the edge of your, the tip of your nose. If you're getting clothes on to go hear this person speak or go buy this book or, or, or sit up to the wee hours in the morning studying with somebody else's face. You'll never get it. You'll never get it. Because it's too simple. Mm-hmm. It's way too simple. It's way too simple to be that damn no. Mm-hmm. And the person that has those types of pursuits will never gain. You know, that's the whole easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man. That's the whole thing. That's what that was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so broadsided that you, you, you can't see what it takes to, to be able to, to move to where it is you think you want to go. Mm-hmm. And they'll never see it. And, and you know, there's people walking around, riding around now, rich as hell, based off of people who are too scared to see the truth. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they pay people to just peel back a layer at a time. Just peel back a little bit for me. Peel back uh-huh. a little bit for me. Peel back a little bit for me. And they pay people to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just time. ripping the shit off. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I'm going to pet you. I'm going to make you feel better. You're not a horrible person. Look what you've gone through. And a lot of people get stuck in that stage, too, where they become obsessed with their stories and their victimization and their faults and their fears. And so, again, instead of pulling free from all that, they just, well, look at my story and look what I came from and this is, this is why I'm like this is because, you know, my dad didn't give me enough attention or my, yeah. you know, my mom left when I was little or everybody in my family has done this and this and this. And so they get so yeah. caught up in the stories mm-hmm. that their focus becomes that. And so mm-hmm. the, the thinking that I'm, I'm healing myself from this is they're just looking for someone to say, oh, you know what, oh, I'll give you the attention that you didn't get, or you don't have to, you're not a bad person, or you don't have to be this person anymore, and let's do, but they're basically, you just, you don't want any, you don't want to be liberated from that, because liberation means you don't need that person anymore. So, mm-hmm. if you, if you, you won't get better, because if you get better, then those people go away. Mm-hmm. It's almost like mm-hmm. a spiritual munchausen. <laughs> I need this attention, and so they get stuck more on the attention, and I need a uh, life coach that's going to drag me on for years and years and years, and if that person is available, then I'll find somebody else who can drag me on for years and tell me what I want to hear and tell me that I'm... Great, and tell me that I'm enlightened, and tell me I have all these gifts, and tell me that I'm special. special. Yeah? <laughs> oh, that hasn't been in the show for a mile, so far. Just play to work that in. <laughs> but yeah, and I, and I, it drives me crazy when I see people who, because they've read all the books, and they go to, they get readings, and they, you know, go to, you know, this very spiritual church and they do, you know, all of this stuff and they think that they're enlightened, but they're basically just looking for someone to help them continue to drag on because it's the attention that they need. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like I'm something, I'm somebody, I'm special. Tell me that I'm, you know, I'm gifted and tell me that I'm more spiritual than anybody else you know and tell me, I need you to tell me this so that I feel like I am something and somebody. So they don't want to, they don't want to have the quote unquote self improvement that they think that they are getting, because then that means that they won't get the attention. They don't need the people. They don't. They're not needed anymore. Mhm. So. And you know, in the back of their minds, they know that too. They know it, but they'll mm-hmm. talk themselves out of their own common sense or their own. Inner understanding, you know, it, it's 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 wild. I think about uh, what was his name, James Ray, who was one of the, uh, the speakers, co-authors, people featured in The Secret, and you know he was spewing his retort about all kinds of you know all all kinds of New Age shit, for lack of better words, and uh, he got into trouble because he uh, ran a sweat lodge that wound up, I think, killing two people and seriously injuring a few more. And I was thinking to myself, how many of those people must have known in the back of their minds, probably first when they were at a sweat lodge and there wasn't a Native American in sight, and then second off when uh, they were inside the sweat lodge, you know, 
cooking half to death and thinking, you know, maybe yeah. I should just get out of here. But no, I'm yeah. going to be here because this this guru is telling me that it's going to be good for my spirit. <laughs> my brain's yeah. starting to cloud. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. think straight, but I know it's good for my spirit. I just I, right. I have this feeling that in the back of our minds, well, how can we not? Because eventually you have to learn to trust that voice. But in the back of the, our minds, we know that that voice is speaking, and it's telling us the answer. It's just we're well, we're so caught up in the effects that we don't we don't want to detach from them and let yeah, the mm-hmm. real the real work, the real the real fun, not work. Let the real fun begin. You know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or people think that because someone <laughs> was in a movie or they have a published book that they must know more than I do, so I'm going to trust them more than I trust my own inner voice because yeah. they have to know what they're talking about because they have a book and a movie and thousands and millions of people know them. So I'm just going to, I guess, everything in me uh, saying, Get out, get out, go. I'm going to trust this person. Yeah, I don't give a damn how many books you wrote, how many schools you tenured at, or how many lectures you've done or whatever. You know where the hell you're going to have the insight on me. Okay. Who you, are. you ain't me. You, you can't be foremost authority in me. Yeah, I'm saying. You're it's show and tell. How can you tell somebody else is an expert on you more than you? Exactly. Exactly. People people would do well to remember that. It's like when you were back in, you know, fifth grade and you had show and tell. That's that's what that is. It's show and tell. It's not as some great deity descending upon you and and saving you. It's more show and tell. It's like when someone shows off, you know, their little action figure. You say, oh, it's a nice action figure. Tell me about how you got it. Show and tell your story, but don't expect for someone to know better than you know about yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If God ever show up and he don't look like you, you punch that motherfucker right in his goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever show up talking about their God and he don't look like you, hey, punch him right in his face and keep him pushing. No bullshit. Yeah. No bullshit. That's, I mean, man. <laughs> Man, I mean, even as I say the word, I think about the times I spent in church sitting there with that big old picture, that white boy sitting there staring up in the sky, and I'm looking at this motherfucker talking about that Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That shit is nice. That shit is yeah, crazy that. to me. That is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 and yeah, still be able to say that I'm affiliated with people who still think that that's okay. And, and step over it and act like there's no effect, there's no, you know, there's no bearing, there's no, who's the difference of maple color That type of shit. <laughs> you know oh. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't show up and he don't look like you. That's breaking it in. You got the right, <laughs> you got the right, you got the right, you got and that, that, you heard that quote that, um, that I think it's Buddha. You never know what, what actually Buddha actually said or not. Or Buddha. The, but it said if if you meet Buddha on the road, kill him. Right. Um, right. Basically, 
Basically, you know, right. meaning don't, you know, if you move it on the road. <laughs> yes. Yes, I get it. I so get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I said punch him in his face. I was being polite. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. You kill that motherfucker. You kill right. that motherfucker. You kill his ass dead. Right. You kill Right. You can't see you walking down that motherfucking road if you don't approach his ass, please. If someone's coming somebody able to kill his ass, he gone. Holler. <laughs> Keep it pushing. <laughs> yes, I get it. I so get it. I didn't get that until till, till this moment. I've heard mm-hmm. that before, but I didn't get it until this very moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. <sighs> Yeah, who are we talking about? Am I going anything with the chicken in there? <laughs> no, we can leave it. Okay. Um, um, okay. Let me see. What do we want to go next? Um, well, speaking of you guys just mentioned, I went to I went to my mother's church Mother's Day luncheon, and they had two pictures of Jesus that looked like absolutely nobody in the church. Wow. And you know how it's 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 there on the wall, big, and nobody supposedly pays any attention to it. But one thing I want to say about black people in particular is that we are extremely subliminal. We yeah. pick up on stuff that Nobody, nobody else Absolutely. can pick up on That's where our, Absolutely. our essence, our rhythm, that's why we can sing yep. and, and dance and in our voices and in our movement and even our walk yep. is different than anything yep. anybody could ever mimic or, or get. Because yep. we are extremely, extremely subliminal. And that's basically yep. has been, instead of a Knowing that and realizing that and using that for our benefit, we've allowed other people to use that to further control us and trap us and Mm -hmm. take away our power, to disempower Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, sitting there thinking about all these these people who are under this mind control and really think that they are are free and, and every time they, and they're right under the, the guides and the, the energetic control of these pictures that they see quote, on the wall and these sayings mm-hmm. and all these posters and everything that they memorize to make them think that, you know, I have some control and I have a choice. And they mm-hmm. don't realize that all of this choice has been, been taken mm-hmm. from them. They really think that they're right. taking those choices from themselves. Right. And right. so it's, it's real interesting how we don't realize how how powerful you know we have how powerful we are that we have this ability to reach death that only we can reach. And we give it away. We give it away very yep. freely. Here, you yep. have it. Yeah. 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 No, have always been the engine. Have always been the engine. Always. Yep. Continue to be the engine that drives everybody else to feed off of that energy. And you find ways to exploit it, find ways to use it for their benefit. While, while meanwhile, <clears throat> keeping you away from it. 
keeping you away from the fruits of it. Mm-hmm. You just become just a, a machine just cranking it out. But you know, you never really get to the point where you enjoy the fruits of it. Like everyone mm-hmm. else around you that are sucking off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a battery. A dancing, smiling battery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know, tap dancing and shit, bojangling, <laughs> all bright, big white smile and big eyes and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting, everybody using energy that you're generating but you. You're just a generator. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just, just a hamster on the wheel, running and running and running and running. And your reward is the fact that you get to run. Not to mention that with your, you, you, with your, the momentum that you've created has generated so many things for so many other folks. And you'll never come to close to enjoying the things that you precipitated. That always somebody big. I'm getting depressed. <laughs> 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 uh, you always somebody so. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But that, you know what, though, in a nutshell, that's the biggest thing. And I think that and if I could ever be one to just partake in just giving somebody a piece of information, it would be, yo, if you're afraid of yourself, stay on the porch. Stay in church. Stay, you know, stay on the job. Retire, get the gold watch and... and let your kids put you away in a home somewhere when you get old and not enjoy anything because, you know, it just, you just become a nuisance for everybody else. <laughs> you know, really go ahead after what it is that you think, you know, getting away from where you are would lead. Because what I'm basically saying is once you step out and really get into a thing where you're trying to get on this, for the lack of a better term, conscious path, if you have any... Mm-hmm thing in you that's seeking to keep you small and you continue to play into that smallness. Even though you put it in a different uniform, you're still playing into that small smallness. You're doing yourself more damage than you would have if you just sat in church and wrote it out this time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like you, because mm-hmm. the trap is the fact that you, just because you're no longer where you were, you think you've gotten somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, right. because you're no longer where you were, you think you've gotten somewhere. So that just ensures that you continue in that same vein. You're just running around in a bigger circle than the other people that you now laugh at because they see mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, right. just stay in there with them until you realize the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You see the bigger picture and you still say, okay, I want that, then you step out. That would be my hindsight advice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like looking. It's like somebody told you to go and find a big um, hot air balloon, and you looking in the closet for the hot air balloon, <laughs> right. and you multiple people looking in the closet for the hot air balloon, and then you know something. So, somebody tells you, you know, you can't find a hot air balloon in the closet, so you say, okay. I'm going to go look in the trunk of the car. So you go look in the trunk of the car, and then you're laughing at the people who are still looking in the closet. In the closet, right. And you're looking in the trunk of the car. Right. Look at them fools. They're looking in the closet. Right. <laughs> you're popping the trunk. Yeah. They're exactly. They're exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Okay, you know what I want to talk about is, um, Aaron, have you seen um, the Kumari documentary? No. There's a couple things, and Sean, you can um, go more into it, but uh, what I want to talk about with that is first, people who are looking, again, looking for someone to follow, when you find someone who has a Indian accent or someone who even has any kind of accent that's not standard American English or Europe, some kind of European <laughs> with an Asian accent, you automatically think that they must be more spiritual. I'm going to listen to them. And they can you know, tell you anything. They could be reading the ketchup bottle and you think that, well, they must be telling me. There's a message in that ketchup bottle. Like, they must be telling me something because... <laughs> They have a, you know, they're wearing a robe and they have an Indian accent, so they must be telling me something. Um, some people, you automatically get a certain amount of credentials from being foreign and claiming to be spiritual. There are a certain group of people who will automatically follow you and listen to anything that you say just because of that. And there are people who will, you know, take advantage of that. Um, so... Sean, do you want to talk about the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh man, that movie's crazy. That that you know what? It's, it, it's sad. It's sad to me because you know when you think about, especially Indian folk and people, you know, of that culture. They still went around talking about the black ones and the dark ones and the brown bag thing and all of that kind of shit. How fucking far advanced can they be in terms of spirituality? That's the biggest thing to me. If you look in that culture, they still run around talking about the darker skinned people are less than the lighter skinned people. And you look for them for enlightenment? Because they have that, you know what I'm saying? That blows it Mm -hmm. out the water for me. So anybody who embraces Far Eastern. Uh, 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 spirituality and look for a guru that sounds like that, you know, they need to delve a little more deeply into what's going on over there right now. I mean, what's going on in the society is pretty much gives you an indication of what's going on from the prevailing sentiment of the energy that the people dabble in on a daily basis, don't it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that right there would blow it out the water for me. But, you know, hey, that's what, you know, you got a turban on and you got that weird accent that's like, you know, you're in 7-Eleven some damn way, then you, or the people on, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, DirecTV, and <laughs> <laughs> you call them, you can't understand what they're trying to give you computer yeah. instruction, you can't understand nothing they're saying because they're in Pakistan some goddamn way, or, you know, but it's I, I, I get it, I get it, it and it, it lends to the idea, again, that there's something outside of you that's greater than you, and that goes, you know, <laughs> geographically as well. If, it's, if you don't have, you don't speak with an accent like this, and you're not from down south, you're mm-hmm. hip, or if you don't sound like you're from back east somewhere, but if you sound like you're not even from this continent, you've got to be more hip than the people than the, than the <laughs> here. <laughs> right. And basically, you know anybody who hasn't seen it, basically, there's this, man from um, Indian descent 
who was born and raised in New Jersey, um, was kind of questioned his own religious beliefs and spirituality, the things that he grew up with. And he's, you know, basically found all these people who were, all the things that he was rejecting that he grew up with, because it made him different, basically, um, that now all these people are adopting yoga and gurus. And so he decided that he wanted to, he was a filmmaker, I think. So he decided to start using his grandmother's accent, and he went to, he went to, you know, wore robes and, and created this name and had a couple people working with him, and they, you know, did a couple of things that made it seem like he was a spiritual. He had, he, they booked all of these. Um, yoga sessions and stuff. Yoga, like, yeah, yeah, he would go to yoga studios and speak, and he, he would have, he, then he started getting more followers and more followers and people were following him and he, he had like some disciples, like 12 or 11 or 12 people who followed him around everywhere. And he would tell them in his accent, Don't, I'm lying to you. <laughs> Don't trust right. anything I say. I'm not who you think I am. And they just, oh yeah, I just waited. And I automatically felt this connection and this presence and Oh, and I, you're so enlightened, and I'm going to, you know, just basically, he was telling them, he told them several times, I am not who you think I am. Don't don't believe anything that I say. And they were going to him with their marriage problems and just all kinds of stuff. Just, just, you know, dangling on every little word that he said. And so he finally decided I'm going to tell everybody who I am. And he came in his regular Western clothes and shaved and and you know told everybody this is this is me <laughs> and so some people were like oh wow okay and some people were so angry so upset that they never spoke to him again and then some people Not were like wow okay, I get it I get it some people were like I get it this was the perfect ending to this I get it and then some people you know yeah got up and walked out and never said anything else to him and he tried to reach out to all the people. They tried to keep in touch with them, um, and they were just angry. And my question was, <laughs> if you get the message, you get the message. If you got, exactly. if you were taught something, you were taught something. Just because he, you know, has asked, you still got the message, but they didn't. They felt betrayed. They felt used. They felt lied to. Although he told them several times, "Don't believe me. I am not who you think I am." <laughs> This is not. This is not what I look like every several different times. Wow! You are the guru that you're looking for. You are the guru that yeah. you're looking for. You yeah, are you the guru. Me. And that was his message. You are the guru that you're looking for. But they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you know, and then they started asking him questions and following him and doing whatever it is. And he's like, you know, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. You are the mm-hmm. guru that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, singing this little song, Kumari, Kumari, mm-hmm. made a little chant. <laughs> All right. Wow. So anybody, it's on Netflix. Wow. If anybody wants to see it, yeah. it definitely worth seeing. Um, we didn't give anything away or spoil it by talking about it, but it's definitely worth um, seeing and just just to see how easily it is to for people to fall into that pitfall. Someone looks the part and sounds the part, 
then they must be the part that is somebody, something taking you away from yourself. You're dependent on something else. So how many, mm-hmm. how many things outside of yourself do you depend on? Um, and I think a lot of people get stuck in all of the things that are meant to be tools that basically become crutches. If right. I don't, all of the, I have to, I have to, you know, read this every day. I got to meditate every day. I got to do this every day. I got to do this for me to feel a spiritual connection. When you are that connection, you can't not have the connection. So people think that I have to go through all of this stuff and and have all these rituals and go to these retreats and listen to these podcasts and do all of this stuff because this is what is going to help me stay connected to my spirituality when it's all there. There is nothing outside of you. There are right. tools meant to be temporary, but you don't need anything to bring you closer to yourself. All you have to do, there's a lot of things you need to let go of. Instead, people are just, you know, putting, they're just adding to the things they're holding right. on to instead of letting go. See? Now, you truly really understand your power, man. You can deify a can of soda and it'd be deified because you can't. This shit is, is holy water because I just mm-hmm. concentrated it so. See, and that's what I'm me. talking about. You can get caught up in the process, not knowing what's right. behind the process. If you, you know what you want, process. you are, yeah. You know what you want, it can help you anyway, you know? Right. Decide that you want to feel lighthearted. You know, some people think, okay, I gotta, I gotta do my daily asanas and I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. meditate for 15 minutes. Another person might just have their kitten walk by them, pet the kitten, and hot damn, right. I'm in that right. zone again. And one's exactly. not better or worse than the other, but if oh. you're just caught up in the process without knowing why it is that you're trying to do whatever the fuck it is that you're doing, you're just gonna get caught in that cycle. And the people in the in the documentary who said, "Oh, I get it. I that was awesome." Or people laugh, "Ha, huh? that's hilarious." They got it. But to the people who are right. mad, they well, they're mad because they right. got it too. They just don't want to admit it. Well, There's that voice in the back of the head again. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, man, yeah. it's, it's nothing. And I I think beyond here and out there where everybody talks talks about heaven and all this kind of stuff, I just see a bunch. A Negro sitting around laughing and partying and playing cards and dancing and just having a good old time. Like there's nothing serious to you know. When you see people take life and take their their, their, their spirituality seriously, mm-hmm. you know, where everything has such gravity and such weight to it that it, there's these dire consequences if I don't get it right. So I have to be serious about this thing. Well, I'll do something wrong. You know, you're still in the same context of battling with clarity and balance of right and wrong. Instead of just mm-hmm. going and, you know, you haven't gotten it. It's just mm-hmm. folks, yeah, that's a, that's a stage. And you get, you're there sometimes. I remember being there, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, that's a trap if you don't start looking out beyond that. But you'll stay there, too, for a long time. You, you know, not really understanding that, okay, no, there's more to it than this. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot more to it than this. Right. And then looking at the bigger picture of people, people want to gain spirituality or they want to be, quote, unquote, spiritual because they want their life to be 
easier or because they want to get the things they want to get. So if I'm more spiritual, mm-hmm. there's a whole law of attraction of if I'm more spiritual, then I'll get the big house that I want or I'll get the car or I'll do well on this interview and I'll get the job. And not looking at the big picture of getting the lessons that you are here to get so that you're mm-hmm. you're you're expanding the entire, the whole, the whole being, the entire universe, mm-hmm. all that you are. And not, you know, so I can get a bit, you know, not and not that it's not, it's wrong, it's not correct or not spiritual to live in a big house or have nice things, but it's, it's, when that's what people are, that's the end result is I'm going to be spiritual and I'm going to the law of attraction so that I can, you know, have my bling, and I can have, a, I can, so other people can look at me and say, look, that person is doing something right. They're successful. Right. They must be successful. They must know what they're doing because, look, they have it all. They have a nice family, and they have a big house, and they have two new cars in the garage, and they go on vacation three times a year, and so they must be doing something correct. So I need to do what they're doing. And so since this person who has, you know, written all these books and did this um, and has these classes, I'm going to follow what they do because they have what I want. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I want people to look at me like that too. (laughs) And so there's a lot of people, you you hear a lot of, and I think that's what the draw and the popularity of The Secret was originally, is if you have these positive thoughts, and you think on these positive things, and you make your vision board, and you put into the universe, I want, this is my house, and this is my car, and this is, I'm going to make a million dollars, and I'm going to do this. These are the things that come to me. So therefore, as soon as you have a negative thought, you beat yourself up over the negative thought because you think, oh, I'm not doing it right. Get that thought out of my head, and you start beating yourself up or thinking, you know, negative or or having some thought that is contrary to what you put on your mm-hmm. vision board. And so, therefore, you create this cycle of, <laughs> I can't have that thought in my head. I keep doing it wrong. Why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? And then you're mm-hmm. concentrating on that you're doing it wrong instead of just being. Yeah. Uh, I definitely experienced that when I first read The Secret <laughs> for a split second. I was afraid mm-hmm. of my negative thoughts. But then the universe placed a person in front of me who needed to be cussed out. <laughs> and I worked that right <laughs> out of my system. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then you get, that's, that's a, a trap that I, or people think that's all you have to do. They don't look into anything else. As far as universal law, it's just, um, you know, I think positive thoughts and positive things will happen to me, Um, you know, and stopping right there. And there are a lot of people, a lot of teachers, a lot of life coaches that that's where they are, so that's therefore what they teach and everybody who comes to them. it's, It's more of let's just make you more comfortable here on earth and in your daily life, so it's, you know, make some goals and make you a better person so that you are better to get along with and you're happier because you get along with more people, save the world people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think it's another, it's another trap is people who I'm going to be a good person because I do all of these good things for the world. And they think mm-hmm. that saving the world is going to, mm-hmm. you know, put them closer mm-hmm. towards sainthood, for lack of a better term. Look how good I am. Look at all that I'm doing. Right. They start maddening. They start maddening. <laughs> My grandma said, they start maddening like when, when, when animals are starting to disappear. They want to start a campaign to save the endangered forest so on such right. and such. Rather than just leaving things alone and letting them run in that two course. If they're disappearing, it's because they're supposed to be disappearing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> if you can, but I mean, there are some cases where the man's interference does you know, affect a species that, you know, can start disappearing and, and become extinct. But if you can see that this is a phenomenon that's taking place in the wild without the interference of man, then you can trace back man, man's interference with that, and you still want to save these things because they have a right. If they had a right to be here, they would still be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, I think that's, that's one of the dangers of that type of spirituality you know, when you feel that you, you take on a God complex where you want to save all of these things that are going through their own transformations and their own biological metamorphosis. But not to say that these people, these things that are disappearing, maybe because they, they satisfied that evolutionary process that they were in and moving on to something higher. You want to keep them, you want to keep them held down by ensuring that they stay here because you have the sense of piety that you feel that you have to save every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Table two tigers. <laughs> you could move on the plane with them. Um, right. That reminds me two things. Um, how how sad they make it seem that the po- you know the polar bears are loot because the the Earth is you know whether you believe in global warming the Earth does go through a natural cycle and if it's warming and then the polar bears don't have as much. Um, ice flows to live on and they're drowning or they have to go further and they're moving on to land and mating with the land um, the land bears that's, na- that's again a natural evolution <laughs> but people that's don't want to accept that because people don't like change that's going on in human society that's very <laughs> phenomenal that's yeah. very expressive exactly. going on in human society mm-hmm. right
it's not even it's not even a thought process. It is you are taught to respond in a certain way, and so you automatically just exactly. respond. You're not even thinking about yes. it. You're supposed to be offended, so therefore I'm offended. I don't know why I'm offended, and it really doesn't offend me, but I'm supposed to be offended by this, so I'm automatically going to to respond and go jump into action the way that I've been taught and told and trained to react. They don't know why that, especially now. Kids now, they don't know why they're angry about that. They just told us they're supposed to be angry about it. So you're angry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's funny as hell to look at a black person and call them a nigga. And it's also funny to look at white people and say, your hair resembles the fur. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's more closely related to fur than it is hair. You know what I'm saying? And either side, I can say it and be fun and laugh, mm-hmm. and laugh my ass off. Because in the grand scheme of things, it don't mean right. that damn thing. It don't mean nothing. In my experience, um, when I was teaching, Mexican kids called each other nigga more than anybody. <laughs> yeah. All day long, they call each other nigga. <laughs> All day long because they don't have it's not the same context and they it's all and you know it's because you my boy you my yeah. nigga that's how you say it so you know what under that context and the the energy that they put towards it I I don't care it means nothing to me it means nothing to me because yeah. I'm not putting it towards it. It should. It should. Over here, it's the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. But the yeah. the the funny thing about the word nigger or nigger when it's thrown out in uh, malice or in hate is if you just give yourself a half second to look at a person who uses it and look at them okay. looking at you, they're so okay. proud of themselves because they think they've got you. Oh, I right. got you. Come on, you want to fight? Laugh that shit off. And it'll yeah, completely disarm them. Because <laughs> they look so stupid to begin with. They think, oh, I'm going to throw this word out, and I've got you got my little right. lasso around you. Right. Come on, right. let's go. Right. Give yourself half right. a second. Look right. them dead in the mm-hmm. eye, and I guarantee you won't be able to do anything but laugh. Right. Because right. it's comical. It really is. It really is. Like when someone says, you know, when someone says something about you that they think it's an insult when really it's just a characteristic, like, you know, you stupid woman, mm-hmm. or right. you're gay, or you're black. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, that's, I mean, call me an American, too. Tell me I have two feet. You're not going to tell mm-hmm. me something about myself that I don't already know. And the fact that you mm-hmm. think it's an insult says something more about you than me. Mm-hmm. Laugh that mm-hmm. shit off, because that's an idiot. Right. <laughs> that reminds me one time my my sister, um, Somebody who who basically was was trying to categorize her as you know being black and inferior, and they they said you people, and she was like, what do you mean you people? You mean pretty people? You mean smart people? You mean funny people? You mean charismatic? And she just went down the line, and he just kind of stood there like uh, you know he of course had nothing to say, but she um <laughs> she just kept going down the line. What do you mean? What do you mean you people? <laughs> And of course, it disarmed him, and he didn't get the reaction that he wanted, and you know, it 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 fizzled and dissolved and went away. And that's exactly what. But it again, it's a word, and I actually look at it now as it's empowering. If it if it 
if you want to, you know, if you want to use the word nigga, nigger, and, and somebody means it derogatory, the fact that you felt like you needed to say, you think that I'm so powerful that you need to try to say something to disarm me or, yeah. or drop me down or cut me in half or cut me down means that you think I am larger than life and you need to yep. try to do whatever yep. you can to reduce me. Yep, to make you feel more safe. Yeah. Make you feel more safe. You know, I think everybody, yeah. I think they should start using that shit in school. Nigga. Okay. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. 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 Niggers into these most delicious snack crackers. <laughs> That's the association. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she said really cheddar and ranch. Yeah. Oh, cheddar and ranch is too because barbecue is <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> that killed me. Barbecue is inappropriate. Yeah, totally you barbecue. <laughs> wow. Oh man! Wow, that's funny. You have to look that up. Mm-hmm. How did we even get on this? Okay, I forgot what my second point was. Um, oh, we were talking about the natural, the animals. What were we talking about with that? Oh, we're talking about people interfering with nature, trying to make things mm-hmm. right. Things. Or, or make it prolonging the life or the evolution or something, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 I, and I thought, you know, if you think about it, it's, it's basically trying to ensure that, you know, okay, this sentiment is is extended to me when it comes when it's my turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it's my turn, maybe nature will feel so kindly as to extend my my uh, existence here. Right. You know, right. which, again, you know, when you start to really delve into understanding with nature and what what, <clears throat> what things are doing is they're not staying and, and, and continuing in the same fashion. They're evolving. They're expanding. Mm-hmm. So when they, mm-hmm. exalt their, when they exalt whatever it is, whatever expression that they hold at that particular time, when they exalt that expression, they're on to something higher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only us that, you know, when we get yeah. that society that we want to right. keep things the way that they are instead of letting things expand and be. Yeah. Which is a testimonial to the very fact that you yourself aren't interested in expanding. Mm-hmm. You're not interested in and you're, right. you're interested in the status quo because at the time mm-hmm. the status quo, the status quo serves mm-hmm. you. Right. Or people don't realize that things that look or feel... You know, because you are are trained to to think that certain things, when certain things are taken from you, that you have to try to hold on to it as much as possible. So mm-hmm. when again with the the polar bears and the ice and you know, like lose, losing your job or losing, you feel sorry for people who, oh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. When it could be the best thing that ever happened to them because it means that bigger and better is about to move in. Mm-hmm. But people look at that as it's a tragedy. Look at these people who they're, you know, they show on the news that, you know, somebody's house burned down in the fire or that they're, you know, whatever what it is that we're trying to, oh, I feel so sad for those people. 
that could, that's the best thing that ever happened to them because it means that they get to go, they're dependent, their attachment to that is gone. You couldn't detach yeah. from it, so... So that detachment was taken away. For, the attachment was taken from you because you didn't do it on your own. So now you are free to allow more into your life. Mm-hmm. So you know things that happen to people when you are, especially, and this is why I don't watch the news again because they try to tell you how you're supposed to feel about things, mm-hmm. and people do it. I'm supposed to be sad about this, so therefore I'm going to be sad about it. This is a tragedy. Look how horrible it is. These, this, you know, these 500 people lost their homes, and that might be somebody within that, well, everybody. <laughs> it might have been exactly what they needed, but we tend to look at it as, especially material things, look how they, they lost everything. They lost everything. And they're standing there healthy and happy and in one piece, unharmed with their kids and their family and their dog, but people say they right. lost everything. Right, right, right. <clears throat> they didn't lose shit. They didn't lose nothing. Because name yeah. one thing that they lost that when they expire and leave this, leave this particular strand of consciousness yes. that they can get take with them. Nothing. <laughs> what the hell did you lose? You can't take you. Don't, you ever see somebody buried in a, in a, in a, in a casket with a house? Buried in the guest room right. and they take the house on, or the house disappeared when they died because the house went where they were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, none of that shit is yours anyway. Yeah. <laughs> none of it is yours anyway. You never own that house. <laughs> none of it is yours. You can't own it. You can't own that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's right. some clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, come on. That's what I'm talking about. I'm like, okay, look. Again, when you get to the point where you can look at this illusion and laugh about it and see it for what it really is, and until you get there, I don't even want to talk to nobody else still looking at the TV saying, oh, ain't that a thing? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to them. Okay. And then they look at you like you're this old, uncaring, this person. You don't care. Isn't that tragic? No. Well, not really. No. No, nice. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't know what it is. I don't know enough about the situation to say what it is one way or another. You, you know. What do you mean? Right. You don't feel sorry for people? No. No. You will never see them folks again. If it wasn't for you sitting in front of that TV at that time, you wouldn't have saw them that time. I bet if you go back to the people's lives 10 years later, they probably live in a bigger house with more stuff than they had <laughs> during the tragedy. Tragedy. Right. And they lose nothing. Right. Mm-mm. You know? Or the ones who who woke the hell up and said, okay, you know what, man, I chose not to even experience that type of shit no more, and I live in this goddamn mud right here. <laughs> right. And you, you feel know, sorry for them. Was, they don't have anything. Right. Well, they live well, in a well, mud hut. Well, 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 Let's go right. save them. They have nothing. With the clothes right. on their back, they don't have any shoes, and they live in a mud hut. Right. We have nothing. Let's go give them stuff. <laughs> you need stuff. Let's go build them a school. Let's go build them a school so that they can learn what we need to teach them, so that they can have a corporation and have stuff. Mm-hmm. They can work for somebody. It's like that story you told about the, the fishermen um, and mm-hmm. about the 
the, the guy who was trying to get the fisherman to, to work so that he can, you know, basically end up at the same place that he was before. Yeah. But make the battery for the world and make somebody else a lot of money for four decades of his life before he can go back and do exactly what he was doing. He needed to earn it. You need to earn it. You can't just, you know, here be happy. He hasn't earned the right to be happy and content. All right. Oh, yeah, that was what my movie was about, man. My favorite little movie, A Man from Snowy River. Hmm. They made him his father, and they were mountain folk, and his father died. And he, he, his father um, was a widower. And when his father died, the mountain people were like, you got to go down and earn your key. You can't, you got to earn the right to live up here. You can't just live hmm. here. You got to earn the right. You got to go down there and prove your salt and show us that you belong up here with us. So he had to go down and dwell amongst the commoners and do all of that kind of stuff so he can prove he was a man to go back to the mountain folk. That was my movie, man. That was my movie, Man from the Noe River. Prove yourself, boy. But, you know, on some level, it's a level. You know, again, (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people mistake mistake societal uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, <clears throat> positioning for spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can mm-hmm. contextualize spirituality in, in that context. You know, you have to prove that. And there is, you know, on, on, on that level, there's a necessity for that when you're dwelling within certain tribes and in certain societal, you know, ways of being, but that's all it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all, that's all it is, you know. And, and and if you're going to use those type of things to to you know uh, uh, draw someone's attention to it, the experience, you have to at least walk with them while you're in it and say, look, this is you know what you're going through, and what you're experiencing, rather than just kicking somebody mm-hmm. and saying, get up. And when you get up, you'll be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, you'll be a man. And what does that mean in the broader context? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, in the grand scheme of things, now that I'm a quote-unquote man, does that mean that I'm more responsible in society, or does that mean I now get to understand what I am in my totality as it relates to me exclusively? Not as it relates to the whole, right, right. the whole but as it relates to me. That's being a man. Right. That's being right. a man. You can teach somebody and show somebody, you know, ways to, under, to get to understand that. That's man, Because from that, all of this other stuff, all of these other pursuits that people take in and of themselves, all of that stuff is all encompassing when you get to the point where you understand who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And you relate to yourself and you relate to the world in accordance to that idea and how everything works out because that's how you're functioning. Rather than saying, I'm functioning this way and using whatever shortcuts that you've learned to, to maintain this this look or a desired mm-hmm. look that makes other people hold you in a certain esteem, that, that's really trivial versus, you know, you understanding this whole thing and how you relate to it and how it relates to you and utilizing your space based on how you see yourself. I mean, all of that other shit, is just, it, it just comes with that. Right. You know? Well, it's basically, it's just, that's what it all is. I mean, is we're, we go through all of this just to return back to where you were in the first place. So that's right. what it is. Yeah. Right. 
So it's and that's why it's not the destination, <laughs> it's the journey. Because you're just getting back to where you were in the first place. The first place. But the journey and the path helps bring clarity into to the truth that you're seeking. If you don't go through the journey, you won't you can't gain clarity from at all. All the contrast. And all of the contrast is there to design, and it can't be all good and sunshine and smiles because you can't gain clarity without the contrast. Yeah. Right. And that's what people are trying to avoid is I want to be, right. you know, that's why, that's the problem with people who are in, you know, attached to old traditions and not wanting to change because they have a false sense of, Security, mm-hmm. and because they they question anything anything different could possibly feels like they're could possibly be taken out of their insecurity or yeah taken out of their security, and so it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel natural because you know once when you get on a certain path and you get attached to these traditions and you you don't want to admit to being lost or you don't want to admit to not knowing but you but in your inner doubt makes you hold on to what you've known because you don't you've never done anything to cultivate your inner voice or any trust within yourself. So you do anything you can and, and have all the self self denial um, and mistrust and and you depend on the misguidance because it feels secure. Even though you know again, somewhere somewhere inside of you you know that you're being misguided. But it feels because you've never been able, you've never been taught to trust your feelings. Trust yourself, trust your inner voice. So therefore you just you know will depend on being misguided for its security and nothing else. Um, so people just get stuck because I'm just going to I know it's not right and there's questions and I'm just gonna have faith because this is what I'm used to feeling and I don't wanna feel anything contrary to this because it's scary. So I'm just gonna just take my chances and, and hold on to what I've always known instead of, you know, of letting go or looking at yourself long enough to be able to trust yourself. So they're awakening, well, but they, they just deny their awakening and stay there instead of walking forward and getting back to know or getting back to, on the, to knowing where you are, although you're on your path. You're just moving really slow. You're just holding on to where you are instead of moving forward. And people just admit, they don't want to admit that. They rather stay stuck and lost than to admit that. I don't, I'm, I was misguided all this time. So I'll just stay here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a waste of time, you know. That's crazy. You're going to... I don't know, and, and again, and 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 
I can't sympathize with that anymore because I'm no longer there. So, you know, looking at it now, it wasn't crazy when I was doing it. <laughs> but when you know better, you know better. You know better, you do better. Now I can honestly say, and I've qualified myself to be able to say, that shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That shit's crazy. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. No, it's kind of sad to me to watch. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is in in, in the minutia, in, in, in the, from a minute aspect. When you look at it, it's small. When you look at it small, it's it's sad. When you look at it from a bigger perspective, it's funny. It's funny. Because, I mean, regardless of if you get it now or if you get it later, you go get it. And if it takes you a thousand years to get it, you gonna get it. So yeah. it's funny. So when you when you take away the time uh, uh, line that we tend to just throw in the things because that's where we are, it's funny as shit. <laughs> it really is. It's sad if you're looking at it just in terms of okay, in this lifetime, you know, you got this amount of time to really get where you get. Yeah. Then it's sad, but no, nah, stepping back and looking at yeah. it, no, so it's funny as shit to me. To see a fool. <laughs> you see the, the, the status is that to me is evangelical people who you know want to go and tell you stuff and they're wasting all this energy walking around telling you and yeah. trying to save you and <laughs> just yeah. Why yeah. I just look at them and say, oh poor you, oh mm-hmm. oh, that's your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I, I see what you're saying now. I, I have to look at it like that too. In order to keep from getting like, yo, really, really judgmental and preachy on their ass, like, yo, why are you still doing that dumb shit? <laughs> I'll just kind of, oh, you know, I'll kind of sprinkle up my face, like, oh, wow, still doing that. Yeah, that's cute. But, yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on how I feel at the moment. Sometimes I'll just say it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the good right. evil and the God and the devil thing, 
It's like trying to fit myself back into somewhere that I no longer fit. It's like I can't I can't relate on this level anymore. Yeah. You know? It's like talking yeah. to a child. <laughs> That's just, uh, you know, it's amazing. It, it, it's mental illness. It's just socially acceptable mental illness. Low grade, you know? For for something to need right and wrong to exist, it has to be right. made up. It has to be right. made up because who am I to say what's right and wrong for everybody on the planet? It's just... Right. right. If if your belief system or whatever your compass is exists without needing right or wrong to exist, then I think you're you're more in the in the spectrum of where you right. want to be. Right. Right. And, right. and right. if it's just, if it's just so much work, you know, if it's just this exhausting, daunting <laughs> thing, you just you got it wrong. <laughs> Who the hell has time for all that exhausting work? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, with that bullshit. Man, go ahead. 
Find a purpose. Leave people the fuck alone. You're probably yeah. more of a hindrance than you are a help at this point. Stop, look over here. Look, I'm a light. I'm a light. A light of what? <laughs> what is you light of? What are you? I'm a light worker. Then what light are you working? I mean, what, what light are you here to show people? I'm here to show people the light. Oh, yeah, you got enough of that. That's why we in the hell we in now. The motherfuckers are trying to show people the light. Get out of here with that bullshit. Right. Yeah. Everybody got light to say. I got the light over here. I got the light. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you see this little terrorist out here like this? Oh. We got about five minutes left. Well, seven minutes wow. Um, yeah. Um, okay. We got about seven minutes left. Let's go ahead and let's talk about um, last thoughts. Aaron, what's your last thoughts? What do you want to leave people with? Well, we've been talking a little bit, well, about everything, but I, I said some things about process and effect versus cause. Look, if you believe in a divine creative force or something that made something, eventually you're going to get to a point where whatever blueprint was made was created by somebody who made shit up. So make shit up, you know. Don't get so caught up in someone else's process uh, that you lose sight of what's actually going to work best for you. And the only way to really do that is to really – Get to know yourself and make shit up. Do what feels right. That's what we did as kids, you know. We 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 leave hopefully the way we came in uh, because we had it right earlier on. So get back in that kiddie mind of yourself. Don't take things so seriously and make shit up. You're going to be ten times closer than you would be if you were doing somebody else's thing to a T because you're afraid that you're not going to get the results that you want. Make it up. Mm, mm, that's exactly right. You're exactly right. Man, I couldn't tell no better than myself. I do it every day, all day. Yeah. I am, I am God. <laughs> I am God. I yeah, and I would say, you know, just look at everything as take what works for you and leave the rest. Absolutely. Don't yeah. adopt anybody as a religion because as soon as you start following someone, you're on their path and not on yours. Yeah. That's what their perception. Everybody is their own perception. They can only see things through their own eyes. Nobody can see through your eyes. So as soon as you start following one person, you know, we, we mentioned people reading books and meditating and going to, med- you know, retreats. Now, not that you can't do those things, but realize that you are exposing yourself to information to see what, resonates with you on your path, you're not going to agree with yes. everything. You're not going to be able to take everything. Take what what is useful for you and leave the rest. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people will, um, just if they do, if somebody says something that they don't agree with or that there's this guru and he's supposed to be perfect and his life is supposed to be great, and they think that, well, because they you know, got a divorce or lost their home or got into some kind of trouble or went to jail or whatever that, 
now I can't believe anything that he said because he wasn't really that enlightened or how could those bad things happen to them? Um, again, you're looking for Jesus if you think that that somebody's life is supposed to be what you consider perfect and enlightened because you have put them in that place and then you get upset when they disappoint you. So that's not what you're, you're not supposed to be, you know, making anybody Jesus. So that's your lesson. You're um, not supposed to be making anybody Jesus. <laughs> What's that? I was laughing at what you said. You're not supposed to be making anybody Jesus. <laughs> but then that's what people do. Again, uh-huh. I was thinking uh-huh. that we're uh-huh. virtue rights and Wayne Dyer's right to those or our senses. How many different countries following around Moody or, you know, and as soon as you realize that he's, these people are human beings, what do you mean that they're human beings? What do you mean that things happen in their lives? If they were really doing everything that they were telling other people to do, then these things wouldn't happen. So you have to, your path is your path. Everybody else's path is your path. But you have to to know yourself and trust yourself and do your own work. Nobody can do it for you. You can't save anybody else. So. Mm-hmm. Um, John, did you have any? No. Nope. Aaron said it. Aaron said my Aaron's on my thunder again. Aaron's a thunder killer. He's a lightning team. This person got on my thunder. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, we... Um, I want to just remind everybody that um, if you like the show, we are on, you can subscribe on Blog Talk and you'll get notifications for the next show because we don't always do them at the same time. Um, Usually do, well, we don't even have a usual, but we've been doing them on Saturdays. Um, But I want to thank everybody for joining us for this amazing discussion. If you have any Suggestions or comments, you can um, send us an email at blueclick at gmail.com, B-L-U-E-C-L-I-Q-U-E at gmail.com. Leave a rating or review on iTunes. You want to let us know how we're doing, and it will help other people to find us. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us today and for my wonderful co-host as usual and the Blue Click. Anybody else from the Blue Click? Of course, you are open to join us. Look us up on Facebook. Just put Blue Click in the search box and you can have discussions with us. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. And until next time, we'll talk to you um, on the next show. Thank you, everybody. Peace out.